Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Our friend Mike Claiborne from claibsonline.com, of course, involved with uh, the Cardinal Broadcast and the Cardinal Radio Network. And he joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line from Jupiter. Good morning, Claibs. How are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, it's a little toasty here in Florida, but uh, mm. we're going to play some baseball this afternoon down in uh, West Palm Beach against the Washington Nationals. I uh, feel for you with the temperature, <laughs> first of all. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, it's going to be at least 85 today. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all... It's seasonably warm. It's about 10, 10 degrees higher than what it normally is at this time of the year. Well, yeah, that is, it is toasty then. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, 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 hey, Clay, Matthew Libertor gets to start today. What do you think the Cardinals think of Libertor now? Well, you know what? I think somebody's in the room saying, and what do we trade for him? Mm-hmm. Because I, I think he's a guy that he looks the part, he talks the part, but the same thing we saw when we first saw him, uh, you know, not being able to control the curveball, not being able to establish inside part of the plate, uh, or things that still haunt him. Now, he told me recently that he had a different training regimen as far as the offseason was concerned, so I'm anxious to see him. He's a very nice young man. You really root for him. But, you know, you have to wonder, is this is this as good as it's going to get? Uh, I think they're going to give him a long look. But, you know, he's going to have to be lights out in order to make this team. Hey, Glaves, uh Jordan Walker had a, a pretty good game a couple of days ago. How much more you need to see from him to know that he's your starting outfielder? Boy, that's a good question, Kerry. <laughs> I would say another week or so. All right. I mean, you know, he, he, didn't hit, he didn't have to swing a lot. He swung at the first pitch and yep. hit it 430 feet. But he hit one yesterday on the backfield that they think might have went 500. Oh, my goodness. You know, so, I mean, he's got, like, stupid talent. Uh, you know, he legged out an infield hit. Uh, he played left field the other day and made a good catch on a ball that was wind-driven. Uh, he's got a real interesting situation because his baseball IQ is well beyond most 20-year-olds I know. Hey, Claves, I was talking to Randy the other day, and I told him he looks like a professional player already. He doesn't look like a guy that has been in the minors that may be trying to sort his way out. He looks like he's already been playing in the majors for three or four years. Do you do you see that yeah, as well? I agree, Kerry. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, he, he looks like he belongs here, uh, and that's something that I think has impressed a lot of people who haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, he carries himself like a pro. Uh, he's a very good listener. Uh, he's always asking questions. Uh, I don't think he'll ever be surprised by what happens in the game. And, you know, we were talking the other day about the fact that, you know, I told him, I said, you know, you've seen a lot of fastballs. He said, yeah, but I'm anxious to see how teams pitch me you know, so I can make the adjustment. Hmm. So he's prepared to, to be able to deal with the change up and the slider and whatever they're going to throw to him all speed-wise. And that, that says a lot about his preparation. So I'm anxious to see him. But, you know, the, the thing is, 
if Carlson or somebody else falls on their face, that he obviously moves to the front of the line as far as being on the team. But I think he's a guy that you want him to play. And if he's not going to play every day, he's going to be in Memphis uh, because he needs to get it back. Remember, he didn't really play any AAA ball last mm-hmm. year. So I don't think you want him there too long. But if he's not going to play here with the Cardinals on the big team, then he probably needs to be in Memphis to get some reps. Claves, what are your impressions early on of Nolan Gorman, both offensively and defensively? Well, he's got a different swing, that's for sure. Uh, a little bit more level. Um, and it seems like he's making better contact. Uh, defensively, man, he made a couple of plays uh, the other day that I think it was all because of confidence in knowing he can make a play like that. Uh, he's got good hands. He's got good footwork. And I really think he, you can see him making some legitimate improvements. And when I see uh, Nolan Gorman's body, it looks like it might be five, ten pounds, maybe added or lost, but it, it looks different than what it did last season. Have you seen that as well? Yeah, more sculpted, Kerry, I yeah. think is what I would use. Uh, he may be the same size, but I think the weight is more evenly distributed. I mean, because he's really put together for the waist now, you know, as far as his legs are concerned. That's why he's a power hitter. Uh, but, you know, you can tell he's probably a little bit more flexible, too. Uh, you know, I think a lot of guys, as they put on muscle, they have to remember, they have to stay flexible, especially if you're going to play on the infield. So uh, I, I like his improvement as well. Speaking of wanting to be more flexible, uh, Tyler O'Neill getting that time in center field, and he looks he, he's not the quintessential Harrison Bader natural center fielder, but he gets to the balls that he needs to get to because of that great speed. What do you think of him so far in center field? You know what, that, that's, that's an interesting point you make. And I, I've seen every center field the Cardinals have had since Kurt Flood, okay? And he doesn't remind me of any, any of them. Uh, he, he's kind of, I won't say awkward, but he just, he's not as graceful as most center fielders I've seen where, you know, he uses his speed. He's one of the fastest guys in the league. Uh, the question there is, does he make up for taking bad angles with his speed? And, and I think we saw that with Harrison Bader. You know, he got to some balls because he took bad angles where he was having to lay out for. I don't know if O'Neal's going to lay out for a lot of balls, but I think he can catch up to a few. I'm going to let the jury stay out on that one because I, I need to see him a little bit more. And now he's going to play for Team Canada. I don't think Team Canada's chances are very big as far as winning the WBC, so we may see him back sooner than later, so he'll play even more center field. Hey, Claves, what did you make of the uh, the, the non-handshake from C.B. Buckner and, and Ali Marmol a couple of days ago? I, I thought it was Bush League on Buckner's part. Uh, you know, and you play professional sports, and Randy, you've been covering it. You, you, if, you, you, if you don't turn the page, it'll eat you alive. And this is something that's been festering since last year. And for him to still carry that, I thought it was really Bush League on his part. Uh, I'm sure Major League Baseball spoke to him about it, and I think the fact that his, his colleagues had to apologize on his behalf said all you needed to know because they obviously were ambushed by it as well. So, you know, it's not like this guy is the best umpire in the game. He's one of the worst, in my opinion. And for him to allow his emotions to get in the head, for Ali to get into his head like that uh, says a lot about his makeup. And, you know, Ali owns the, owns the cards now. I mean, he you know, I mean – CB's credibility is now in question, not Ali's experience. So I don't know what to do with him. Uh, the question is, and he worked yesterday and they shook hands. And You know, I, I, like I said, you may forget, but you don't forget. But, you know, you, you got to do something about that. I, I've never seen that 
in my career. I've seen guys get thrown out, bring the line of card out the home plate because something <laughs> happened the night before. But I've never seen something that fested that long for him to do what he did. And I don't know what he was proven by it. Hey, Claves, I suggested to Kerry earlier that it would make sense just to put – like right now with Buckner and Angel Hernandez, get Buckner, Angel Hernandez, and Laz Diaz all on the same crew together and just get all of that bad stuff out of the way in one series. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what? And the way the, the season works now, maybe you only see him two or three times mm-hmm. a year. That'd be that'd be about enough. <laughs> yeah. Be, you know, here's the thing about Laz and, and, and Angel, two of the nicest people you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the kind of guys that you would go out and have a beer with or a glass of wine. Uh, these are the guys who do so much behind the scenes for charities. I mean, they are two very outgoing people. But, man, when it comes to the, the game of baseball, and, and here's the thing, they both know the rules. I've, I've sat with both of them, and I ask them different questions about different rules. And, man, they know it backwards and forwards. But it's it just something about what, when they do it at the wrong time, it just puts them in a bad spot because they're really good people. You, you know what? There's, there's got to be a worse doctor, too. You don't want to have them, but there's just got to be a worse doctor. <laughs> you know what? Love to hear about them. Don't want to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, Claims, uh, your interview, uh, you and Ozzy and Nolan Arnato still up. People need to go to YouTube and go to Claims Online and check out that great interview that you had with those two. And those two just kind of cutting it up. And uh, tell us what else is happening on Claims Online right now. Well, the commissioner, Rick Hummel, has a column. He's working with Claves Online this year. So you can read him once a week, and we'll do a podcast once a week as well. So he's got a column up today. You can go to the website and check it out. Uh, we've got the two-man game with Rammer and Rocchio, Joe, Joe uh, Roderick, and Rammer are going to start their daily card segment here in just a bit. So we've got quite a few things going on. We're going to get into some hockey here in a bit as well. And uh, when you see Alex Ferrario, tell him I haven't forgotten about him, man. But it's just been a little hectic down here. So we, we have literally all the bases covered. And, of course, we're going to continue to do our daily reports here for spring training. So a lot going on on ClavesOnline.com. Uh, but I would suggest everybody check out Rick Hummel and certainly the Wizard and, and Nolan Arenado. Uh, I was very, very happy with that. I mean, those two guys were just so gracious with their time. And I think they got a bigger kick out of talking to each other than hmm. they would think. They're both fans of each other, and I think that's a cool thing. Gary, who was a, who was a guy you were a fan of that you had a chance to meet later in life? Uh, you know what? I, I've met a few people, but Tommy Smith from the 68 Olympics was probably my the person that I met, and I was the only person that I've been in awe of when I met him because I knew you know, what that history was, what that, that yeah. man did, to, and all of the things that him and John Carlos lost because of their decision to, to yeah. raise their fists yeah, at the right. Olympics. I met him, took a picture with him, and, and had conversations with him. That was probably the one athlete that I can say was like, wow, I was really in awe. You know, when you think about uh, Kaepernick and some other people who stepped out there, nobody ever talks about Smith and Carlos and, and, the, and the price they paid as far mm-hmm. as their career. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point you made. Claves, did you have one more? No, well, Claves, I was going to ask you about Barubi and what you thought about his comments the other day about the players love, not caring or not playing hard enough. I love, <laughs> listen, I, ran, I was in St. Louis for like about 36 hours the other night, and I ran into him somewhere, and I said, whatever you're eating and whatever you're drinking, it's on me on behalf of every <laughs> other fan who was thinking what you said. That's awesome. I mean, I, you know, I love it. And you know what? Here's the thing. Craig Barubi has more credibility than any of those guys. 
I mean, as a former player and a successful coach and an honest coach, I mean, you know, we've seen some coaches come through St. Louis that weren't necessarily forthright, but I've never heard anybody say that Craig Berube lied to them or misled them or, you know, had an ax to grind. He just wants to coach good hockey players who want to play. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play and play hard, then there's going to be a spot for you. Claims, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, stay warm. Yeah, we will. We'll try. You, you too. <laughs> I am warm already. Trust me. Oh. We'll see you later. That's Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.